Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. Has anybody ever told you it doesn't matter what you say, but it's how you say it? Even though this is a very unpopular thing these days, we are on Audaciously Unpopular. So today we're going to talk about that it does matter what you say. The content of your language, your word choices, your conversation content, it does matter. Your communication, it does matter. I feel like in in the church world today, we have become so slack in regarding the things that we say and just not even really paying attention or evaluating the words that come out of our mouth and their purpose or what good or bad comes from them. Some of us are used to justifying our word choices or pet phrases, or maybe we have a word that most people use as a cuss word, but it's okay if I say it because I don't use it in that same way. But is it? Is it okay as a child of God to have certain words in our vocabulary, to use certain words wrongly, or to lie or to gossip? Both the word choices and the content of our conversation does it matter? As a child of God, does it matter? If you've ever read the book of James, he has a lot to say about the power of our tongue. And we're going to go to the book of James today. In chapter 3, verse 9, he's talking about the power of the tongue and and how we use it. And so in verse 9, he says, with it, with our tongue, we bless our Lord and Father. And with it, we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. Verse 10, from the same mouth come both blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be this way. Verse 11, does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? Verse 12, can a fig tree, my brethren, produce olives or a vine produce figs, nor can salt water produce fresh? So he's he's giving us all these visuals and all of these illustrations to try to make us evaluate, stop and think, what is coming out of my mouth? And is it super spiritual content on Sundays and I'm worshiping and I'm praying, but then as soon as church is over, I'm okay with telling a lie at the at the restaurant or I'm okay with having my entire conversation centered around gossiping about somebody else. What is the content? What am I doing? What is coming out of my mouth? Because James says if it's super spiritual at church or it's super spiritual around certain people, but it's full of cuss words and filthiness and lying and gossip around other people, as children of God, it is not supposed to be this way. So it, it says in verse 9, we bless the Lord and Father, and then we curse men. And this may be actual cursing, but I feel like some of us say, well, it's okay, I don't curse. I don't I don't pronounce curses on people. I don't even cuss people out. So that doesn't really apply to me. But I feel like that can also be gossip because what we choose to talk about people can become a curse. We can spread rumors that are not even true because let's just face it, 90% of rumors that go around, 90% of a gossip-filled conversation is not even accurate. I feel like gossip falls under that same category of cursing someone who is made in the image of God because we're spreading things that now are attached to their name. They're now attached to who they are because we've told somebody else these things. So if we're speaking ill of them or we're speaking down to them, I feel like it's it falls in that category of cursing because we're using our words and our vocabulary as a detriment to somebody else. 
Yes, the content of your language matters. I feel like we should evaluate our vocabulary and our choice of conversation. What do we focus on when we're hanging out with our friends? Are we talking about everybody and everything? Are we are we focused on how much drama we can dredge up? What what is coming out of our mouth? It should not be blessing and cursing. It should not be both. We should decide if we're going to honor God with our lips when we're speaking to Him, we need to honor God with our lips when we're speaking to or about other people. Like verse 11 and 12 say, you can't produce both. Can it, Does a fountain send out from the same opening both fresh and bitter water? I think that, that James is trying to say here, if you curse others, if you gossip about others, if you lie, if, if filthy things come out of your mouth, it's the same mouth that's trying to bless the Lord. It's the same mouth now that is, is filthy, now that is full of dirty things, now trying to bless the holy, living, righteous God. How, how does this work? How can this be? I feel like another reason that we need to evaluate what comes out of our, our mouth is because that is a very good standard of what's in our heart. It gives us a glimpse of what kind of content we're holding on to inside. Jesus said in Luke 6, 45, that it's out of the heart that the mouth speaks. If we're okay with the idle words, if we're okay with the cuss words, those things are in our hearts. And when did we decide or when did we stop paying attention? When did we d- decide that it was okay? Or when did we think, oh, I, you know, I just don't have to worry about it. I don't have to pay it. Pay attention to it. Everybody else does it. Everybody else uses these words. So it's okay if I use them. In Matthew 12, 36, Jesus says, I tell you that for every careless word that people speak, they will give an account for it on the day of judgment. That kind of puts it in a different perspective, doesn't it? Every word that I speak, every word choice, every bit of my vocabulary, I will give an account for it. So if I'm gossiping, I'm going to give an account for it. If I tell a lie or instruct someone else to tell a lie, I'm going to give an account for it. If I use words wrongly or use my words to curse somebody else or to speak ill of somebody else, I'm going to give an account for every careless word, every word that I spoke that I didn't think about first, every word that I just threw out into the atmosphere, I'm held accountable for on the day of judgment. That's what Jesus says. So I feel like we desperately need to evaluate our vocabulary. Are there are the words that we choose at church, do we use the same words at home? Or are we more free with our words? And by that, I don't mean free like we, we say what we want, but I'm saying we're free as in, it doesn't matter what I say, I'm just gonna say anything. And if it hurts somebody's feelings, it's fine. And if it's a bad word, fine, as long as the preacher doesn't hear me. But do, you, do we use words at home or at work? that we wouldn't use at church? Or do we speak to our spouse or our children or our coworkers and, and use words in our, in our language and our conversation with them that we would not use in prayer? Because again, I say like James did, I don't think these things should be this way. Are there words that we overuse so much that we've lost the meaning? You know, I feel like we all have like pet phrases and pet words that we just add into conversation. We overuse, we tend to find that pet word and we just overuse it. And sometimes we need to just stop and evaluate our conversation. Maybe ask someone that's close to us, is there a word that I use too often? Or is there a word that I use wrongly? Because it matters and we will give 
and account for those careless words, those things that we just spew out, those hurtful words, those angry words, those cuss words that we try to justify with various things. We give an account and it matters. People are hearing us speak. And when we claim to represent the God of creation, when we claim to represent Jesus as our Savior, that we are blood-bought children of the King, but our language does not typify that. It does not express that. I feel like we need to pause and evaluate, what do I sound like? Do I sound like I have been saved? Matthew 12, 37 says, For by your words, this is still Jesus talking, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. It matters. Our language it matters so much. I mentioned lying and how some of us are, are, are accustomed to, oh, you know, it's no big deal if we fudge on the truth, if we say a little lie. But it's like my pastor said the other day, there's no such thing as a big lie or, or a small lie. But a lie is a lie. We know the commandment in, in Exodus. We know that in, in Exodus, is in one of the Ten Commandments, it says, Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not lie. You, shall not, you shouldn't tell a lie about someone. But let's take that another step into the New Testament in the book of Colossians, chapter 3, verse 9. It says, Lie not since you put aside the old self with its evil practices. The the reason that we should not lie, the reason that we should be careful with our vocabulary and our content of conversation is because that is part of who we were before. That language issue, those those dirty jokes, those lies, those gossip conversations, all of that stuff is who we were before Christ. Really quickly to wrap all of this up, how do we change that? How do we change our language? We're so used to using certain words and doing thir- certain things. Two things. One, pray. God, help me with my language. Stop me when I'm ba- about to say that word. Stop me before I say it. Stop me before I hurt someone with my words. Number two, change what you're listening to. I have discovered that a lot of the times the words that pop into my head are a direct result of the things that I have been listening to. Whether it's scrolling on Facebook and vulgar words pop up with no explanation, with no warning, or I need to stop scrolling on Facebook. I need to to limit what I'm what I'm looking at. I need to be careful what I'm listening to, the music I listen to, or the movies that I watch, or the TV shows that I watch. If they have vulgar content, or if they're okay with lying, or all of these other the gossiping, if if that's what we're filling our minds with, is this is this? It doesn't matter what we say. Our language is just whatever. It's just language. It's not a big deal. If we're surrounding ourselves with content like that. It's going to reflect in our lives. So number one, pray and ask God to help you. But number two, make a decision, a, a conscious effort to change what you're listening to. I fully believe that if we put these things into practice in our lives, then God will enable us. He will give us the power and the presence of mind to change our vocabulary and to begin to sound more like children of the Most High God more honoring in our conversation, more honoring in our word choices so that we can glorify our Father who is in heaven. I want to leave you with some verses in Ephesians chapter 4. Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Verse 29, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment so that it will give grace to those who hear. 